Hi, this is Scott Galloway, NYU professor, best-selling author, serial entrepreneur, and the host of the PropG Markets podcast. For nearly two years, PropG Markets has brought listeners unfiltered analysis on high-flying stocks, burgeoning sectors, stupid acquisitions, and master of the universe CEOs. Starting May 20th, PropG Markets is launching a new feed with two episodes per week. What a thrill! The good news? I know how to get your rich. The answer... It's on Prop G Markets. Don't miss out. Listen and subscribe to Prop G Markets wherever you get your podcasts. Joe Biden is making early moves that might help expand cheap access to the Internet. President Biden just named Jessica Rosenworcel, who was a commissioner on the Federal Communications Commission, to that body's top spot, which opened after the departure of Trump's chair, Ajit Pai. Rosenworcel is the acting chair for now, but Recode Sarah Morrison is here to talk about what this means for the FCC. Hey, Sarah. Hey, how you doing? So there's a lot of government bodies that have a lot of letters. <laughs> Remind <laughs> me what the FCC does. Um, yeah, as the name suggests, it regulates a lot of the uh, communications and telecommunications industry. And that's sort of, you know, radio, uh, which still is a thing, you know, <laughs> television, uh, some parts of telephone and cable. And for our purposes mm-hmm. today, uh, many aspects of the internet. Right. And under Trump, correct me if I'm wrong, the FCC pushed for more deregulation. What do we know about Jessica Rosenworcel and how she might take the FCC in a different direction in a new administration? Uh, Rosenworcel is already a commissioner. Um, she's okay. uh, the Democrat. They have, uh, right now, there's one open spot, five spots total. Two of them are filled by Democrats, two are filled by Republicans. She's now served almost two five-year terms. Um, she was an Obama appointee. Okay, so there are five people on the commission ordinarily, but only four on right now. Right. So Rosenworcel is being named the acting chair. Yes. And presumably one of the other five spots will get filled. So there's still some more cards to be flipped, essentially. Right, yeah. She's the acting chair, not the permanent chair, although that's always you know, a possibility. Okay, so tell me, what are her priorities? So she's really positioned herself as a big advocate for internet affordability, for closing the digital divide, um, especially as it relates to lower income students who increasingly need the internet to like succeed in school. Mm -hmm. And that was a big thing for her before the coronavirus pandemic. So you can imagine (laughs) that she's very interested in that now. And was that was that not a priority for the Trump administration? They actually did a lot. Uh, to expand like access to like rural areas, tribal lands, which is objectively good. But the criticism from Democrats has been that they didn't really do a lot to make it affordable and affordable to everybody. I think they arguably made it less affordable in some ways or not done as much as they could. And especially during the pandemic, there were, I think, a couple sort of things that would have been easy enough for them to do that would have made internet at home for kids more affordable. They just didn't do it, which she is on record as being a, a critic of. And tell me about net neutrality. So um, this was something that the FCC did under Obama. Um, she was a commissioner on the FCC at the time and basically reclassified uh, broadband internet, um, you know, as a, as a service that the FCC would have had more um, oversight uh, of. And a lot of people refer to it as, you know, it made it so that uh, your internet company couldn't force you to pay per site you access. But there's some other things too. The reclassification was what, allowed, you know, them to or not do that. And then when Trump came in mm. um, and their new chairman, Najit Pai, they reversed that. 
So she obviously was in favor of net neutrality. She voted for it. She voted against repealing it. I think it's pretty safe to say that that she's in favor of it and probably that it would be something that she would want to 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 push again. What do we know about sort of the future of the FCC? I mean, it's possible she goes back to just being another member of the five, right? Um, I don't know when exactly Biden's going to make his appointments to that last spot, but it could be that Biden could appoint a new chair, right? Yeah. Just the fifth slot could go to a person who immediately becomes chair. That happens, right? Yeah, and actually that's usually what happens. You know, a new president okay. wants to put in their own person. Um, but, you know, it has happened in the past. Ajit Pai was actually uh, a commissioner who Trump just gave acting and then permanent chair to. So, Got it. Okay. Um, you know, and obviously, you know, Biden was the vice president under Obama and she was an Obama appointee. So if you wanted to have some consistency between the two administrations, it should be a choice. And Rosenworcel makes some history, right? Sort of, yes. She is the second acting commissioner who's female. Uh, there has never been a permanent female chair in almost 90 years. So, you know, if Biden wants to, which it seems like he's been doing in a lot of his appointments, you know, appoint somebody who breaks barriers, uh, the first female chair would would certainly do that. You know, he might he might go with somebody else completely different from from outside, or I'm sure she'll, as acting chair, do a lot to sort of prove her vision for an agenda for the FCC and that she's capable and good at it. Um, I've gotten the impression that this is a job that she like really, really wants. Um, mm. That doesn't mean she'll get it, but I'm, I'm sure if she was asked, she would say yes. At least now she has a tryout. Uh, Recodes, Sarah Morrison, thanks so much for joining us. Thank you. 